0: Thanks for joining us for KVTA 1590 afterwards with Spence and Big Tom McLean. We really appreciate you guys joining us. Spence, how did the show go this morning?
1: It was great. A lot of fun hanging out, uh, looking over the weekend, uh, what happened with Cinco de Mayo and all the activity that was going on. There's a lot of fun stuff happening in Ventura County. So now it's the start of a new week. We start fresh here uh, with a lot of stories. And one of the stories that we're going to lead with here is my absolute freak out when it comes to total what I'm phobic on. Now, I can joke about my phobia with clowns, but really, I think I could take the average clown. Yeah, They freak me out because I don't know what their intention is. And reading stories like It and the like they're weird and Bozo and Ronald McDonald I, they're a little funky right clowns
0: yeah and we also but we also helped you move the needle a little bit with the, the very talented cookie the clown here from Ventura who was a little more gentler clown a little less crazy looking and you know not the giant feet
1: good good uh, throwback from Cookie the clown yeah. because she was spectacular and that kind of eased me into the deal but there is one thing that I will never ever get over and that's my fear of snakes oh yeah 100%. And I was looking at this story that would just—so how are you seriously with snakes? Could you hold a snake?
0: I could hold a snake if I knew it wasn't venomous. Um, I you know, chased down a couple of snakes in the yard, and once I was 100% sure they were California kings, I tried to catch them but was unsuccessful because probably the hesitation of just enough fear mm-hmm. to not be able to get, get you know get it done.
1: Not being able to identify the snake is a big problem. I don't want—I don't care what it is. Garter snake, I don't care if it's a king snake. I'm just—I have this— Deep in my heart, fear of snakes, where they actually make me jump, and it's it's kind of funny. So we go to this story. A Colorado mom spent her life savings to buy her first house. Days after she moved in, her dog was sniffing around in the garage, and it was looking at the wall, and she looked in there, and there's this huge snake that's crawling in the wall. Freaked her out. She went. Got the snake people to come on out, and they pulled the snake out of the wall. They found 10 more Ooh. over the next couple of weeks. So she's absolutely freaking out over this, as I would. Now, they're trying to figure out, how would this happen? Yeah. Did somebody prior? We I don't know if the house is a new build or what's going on here. Now, one guy said that there could be a den of snakes underneath, and it's just finding its way up into the property. Right. I'm not kidding you. And this is just full disclosure. I think I would have to move. I think I would, too. I think I would have to move.
0: Ten snakes?
1: Yeah. Yeah, ten snakes. What are the
0: chances you got all of them?
1: And these are fire hose snakes. These are big, bad, you know what, snakes. Even though all of them were non-venomous, that doesn't work for me. She says it's to the point now. If something like touches her leg in the house, she does a little jump up. And she's not sure... I don't even know if Xanax would work for me in this situation. But if I have any real sincere issue, I'm very claustrophobic. That's a problem with me, too. Mm. But the fear of snakes, I don't know. I think that would change my whole lifestyle, whether I bought a new house or not.
0: Yeah, I think you would have to move into like an apartment building that's like... 25 stories up and go to the very top penthouse and just be
1: like, yeah, this is where I'm going to be now. And this comes from a guy who lived with these idiot cowboys. They were actually great guys, uh, but they were rodeo guys. And they kept two rattlesnakes in an aquarium in the house, in the living room. There's two rattlesnakes in there. Did they ever get bit by them? Uh, yeah, the one guy, Brian. Brian got bit.
0: My buddy Josh, same thing, raised rattlesnakes and got drunk and decided to show them off. And he's, like, holding them. And his friends are like, no, no, no. They're, like, yelling "I'm get him, get him. And he's like, this,
1: blah, 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 ain't going to bite.
0: <sighs> yeah. His hand swollen. It looked like a, a costume
1: Mickey Mouse hand, like you'd see at Disneyland. With the exact same thing happened to Brian. And this is the thing where you have to understand your animals. This anthropomorphic thing where people say, no, it knows me. It's got to be before a brain. It doesn't know who you are. It just sees I got to get out of here. And this. So what happened to Brian? He was holding the snake, and he just let go of it, and it popped up and it bit his mm-hmm. knuckle, and only one fang went in. It was oh. a little snake too. It was like a, it was pr- less than a foot for sure. And they say with a little snake they panic and they give you the full dose because yeah. they're going on full life-saving. That's their instincts. And so he. But to show you how cool he was took the snake, pinned it back in the aquarium, and he says, I need a ride to the hospital. He was in a hyperbaric chamber. He had to have all these doses of some sort of, his face swolled up over it, and you know what he said? We're not getting rid of the snakes. And we said, oh yeah, we already did, and he flipped out, he was so angry. But that's the show of having a love for snakes that's curiously odd, and my fear of snakes, I get it totally, is also odd. But this house would do me in. And one of the big problems is you do a lot of hiking. Well, you lived rural for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right up there. So chance of you crossing over a snake, and like many people here, it's very, very common. Snakes deserve to live, too. Don't kill them. Don't beat them with shovels. you got to let them go. But it's one of the things when I go hiking—
0: yeah, it'll set you back. It'll make you jump. That's for sure. Yeah, even a little tiny little garden snake would be. It's terrifying. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, our good friend Perry up in Ojai. When one of the things when you mountain bike, you tend to see a lot of snakes because. Mountain bikes are very, very quiet on the trail, and they're very soft on the trail. The way I understand that snakes feel you, if you run along and sing and do all that, the air noise means nothing. It's your tromp, tromp, tromp Mm -hmm. on the ground that scares the snake. So Perry says you run over rattlesnakes when you're you're riding, if one's in the trail. Mm -hmm. So he said you're just barreling down a tree. Could you imagine? Mm -mm. Oh, I totally freak out. Yeah. So living in Southern California— the way I do, which has been since 1961, yes, 1961, lived here. How many rattlesnakes have I seen in the wild? Probably not a lot. Zero. I have never seen one either. And I think it's because of my, one, I walk like Godzilla. I have a very heavy step. And I think we have them, they understand my fear. Yeah. I have never seen a rattlesnake. I've gone running, I've gone hiking, I've done all that. Never seen a rattlesnake.
0: Well, you do have the, the Frankenstein steps, like you say, the yeah. Kabam, Godzilla Kabam, step. Kabam.
1: Boom, boom, so. Boom. Moral of the story is, have the house. And we were talking about it on air. Could you tent a house and kill the snakes that way? Oh, I don't know. So, like, if you did the termite thing and just, like, can you put a little snake ass in there, too? Whatever it takes. I don't know what it takes. <laughs> but, you know, just make sure anything in there is no longer with us. But when I read that story and they showed the photos of these snakes, oh, my. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't think I'd be able to handle that at all.
1: Snakes on a plane, snakes in the house. I ain't doing it. Now, we, did you watch any of the King Coronation? I have no idea what that means. The, the, the uh, they, they made him king for uh, life over there in, in, oh. in uh, Britain. Oh, oh Mr. Guys. Charles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, King Charles. He's uh, I watched some of the... Um, just what the feed was on the news and I'm not kidding you're you're younger do you remember the Imperial margarine commercial oh, yeah. where the guy would take the bite and the crown popped on yeah. his head when I saw those goofy I thought oh my God this is an imperial margarine commercial <laughs> now the danger of this is these Brits this is this is their heart even though it does nothing th- that's not a president he doesn't make decisions mm-hmm. he's a figurehead yeah Say that to a Brit Mm-hmm. No It doesn't go over too well It costs like 200 million dollars To throw that That party Katy Perry um, Lionel Richie Oh well, of course Why wouldn't you dance On the ceiling I wonder, Yeah What would have been waiting a long time For well, that scepter on the ceiling. And uh, I don't know I Kissed a Girl and I like it Do you think she sang That song Oh the she prince? might as well have Yeah That could be That'd it be Great But you look at His, his uh, cohort there Camellia The way that uh, Romance began Wasn't so clean And neat Now she's queen yeah, it just shows you how your life can change. Just hang in there, just yeah. like that. Yeah, just hang with the right guy. Hang on to those bad decisions. And some member of the family that, and it was really funny. Said, uh, "Mom would be so proud of you." I'm thinking, what he was born first? Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> Way to go, son! <laughs> you made it. But that was the deal. But again, I'm sure we have a lot of things that we do here in our fine country that people look at and go, "What?" But yeah. this one is an oddity. Yeah, that one oh, is the coronation.
0: Weird. Now is it uh, Prince William's next in line, but he doesn't want it. Is that correct, or is it? He would be next in
1: line, but then you know you got to root for somebody's demise. You know, yeah, it's, it's a problem with that gig. Yeah, so how you feeling this morning? you know it's uh there is well, a he, little bit of an issue
0: well, Charles is up there right isn't he old yeah. is he
1: again he's not a youngster yeah
0: he's in his like mid to late 70s right i, I would like, say yeah, yeah. he's
1: got to be right in that ballpark so um you know a buy him man. a pack of smokes for his uh, for his birthday <laughs> hey, and just yeah just just get him rolling along there and see what happens another great one that we had this morning was uh, the planet U R A N U S yes Yes. Now, when we were kids, it was so much fun because it was Uranus. Yeah. When we were kids, that's what they called it. Right. But we did a little run-through on how the pronunciation is. And it seems like all the scientists just got tired of the press conference giggles. Mm-hmm.
0: Uranus. Uranus, Yeah. And
1: one guy said it's actually Uranus. Uranus is how it should be I like uh, pronounced. That. But if you go to the standard Google pronunciation, if you've ever seen that like animated face and the little lips go, it's a standard... Google. So if you type in, how do I say this? These lips come up and you hit the thing and it says straight up Uranus. Wow. Uranus. That's how the Google people say it. Yeah. So that's, uh, that is the deal. That's wow. how they say it. Tomato, tomato. But in the classroom, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know there's come no better on. joke.
1: And, and for a, for a kid, even for, um, uh, people in our age group or in our, um, I don't know what your level of maturity it still gets a laugh no matter what.
0: Yeah, I mean, think is are there any space jokes that don't that the the Uranus isn't the punchline yeah. to?
1: A rocket like headed for yeah. all the probes, all of those. Yeah, yeah everything was uh, was based around that. So uh, the levity that was uh, at press conferences and even the guy telling the story who said it's Uranus couldn't stop giggling. He even gets <laughs> it and he says, "Look, I understand this is funny, but he said that's why we don't do it anymore." And he said, "I guarantee you." Somewhere, somehow, on this planet, somebody is taking a tour of a planetarium, and they'll tell that joke. And the the person there, the astronomer, has to. Go <laughs> he said every time somebody comes in and tells that joke like it's never been yeah. heard before, <laughs> right? Yeah, like they're they're rolling out the comedy, and this is this is it, and this is the first time an astronomer has heard that joke.
0: It reminds me of a, I a friend who's a twin, and one of the times I went to visit her and her sister was there, and I was like, which one of you is which? She's like, oh, he can't tell which one of us is which. Oh my goodness. It was like a thing, and I go, oh, this is something they get like every day mm-hmm. time they're together anywhere. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's back <laughs> off of that one, yeah. I remember when I heard, and I wasn't that young, a waitress came up and it came out of my mind. She said, she had her name on it, it was Noel." and I said are you the first and she said no and you're about the (gasps) 3,000 she had a set up line to just poke me and I appreciated it tipped her even more and then she said that I went Check, please. <laughs> I'm out of here. So sometimes a low-hanging fruit, we got to be careful. Do you have a dog? Uh, I had a dog, and dog the dog the is
0: now living at the house with the kids. What kind of dog? It is a Border Collie Mix.
1: Border Collie Mix. So this uh, this big uh, dog show is coming up here. Uh, best in show for the National Dog Show. And uh, we are looking at the ones that have won. Uh, 2022, it was a French Bulldog. Scottish Deerhound in 2021 and in 2020, the same dog. I didn't know they could. Hmm. I wonder if anybody's ever three-peated. Defending champion. Thor the Bulldog has won. The interesting thing, a Golden Retriever has never won. Has never won. Best wow. in show. Hound Group, it's won. Uh, the Toy Group, uh, they're looking at all of the dogs here. Do you watch the Westminster Dog Show?
0: I have put it on for a few minutes, but mostly just in passing, and it's not quite as funny as Best in Show, so That's I don't stick around too long, right?
1: And and it's such a a big deal. Like when remember when the spelling bee actually became musty TV, yeah. And I, you know what I think killed it? These kids can outspell everything. Right. They they just don't miss, and you have like five way ties because the kids learned more techniques and they've learned more stuff. You got to love the little smart kids out there, uh, but there isn't that dynamic of. Um, of the potential you know early in the rounds you get those but there's going to be a final 5 where they just keep going around the laps and I think with these dogs at the dog show and I have I have friends that this is their super bowl yeah it's, it's really a big guys too
0: and it's very similar to the spelling bee in that it's a very long broadcast too like it's kind of like a where do I join in kind of should I just pop in towards the end, kind of like basketball, do I join in in the last five to 10 minutes so that I can catch the, the last two minutes to see who's actually going to win?
1: Or do, I, <laughs> or do I sit through and go for the whole ride? And it's... I definitely need highlights. Yeah. So if we look at, you mentioned Best in Show, if we look at what used to be the trifecta, it was Spinal Tap, Best in Show, and Guffman, mm-hmm. but then A Mighty Wind came out. And I'll admit, they kind of lost me on A Mighty Wind. It was a takeoff on um, like a folk group that was getting back together. I It just didn't work as much. But to show you how time flies, even A Mighty Wind is like 20 years old now. Oh, wow. I heard that. I'm like, oh, my. But my great memory of a wonderful movie, which is best in show, I was at, a, we saw it and just thought it was the greatest thing ever. It was so funny. We were at a theater a couple of weeks later, and there's a lady in front of us talking. She said, well. They told me that I just had to go see this documentary on dogs. And it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And I just didn't understand this documentary on dogs. And I'm thinking, didn't realize it was satire. The That's woman amazing. in front of us didn't realize it was satire. That's amazing. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. And I wanted. to... Yeah, no, I'll just let that one go. And she's the most horrible movie I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, you don't want to ruin that moment she goes to church and complains to people
1: about this documentary she
0: watched. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's just people looking at her like, what? Oh Yeah, but that's – and that's the one thing about the drier, subtle humor of some people. They're not sure which way they're going.
0: That's the – you know, my ex didn't like The Office, and I think part of that was that because – There's no laugh track to let you know, oh, you're supposed to laugh here. So sometimes something would happen and it would be just subtle enough and it would be so funny to people who catch it and then other people wouldn't catch it. And that's what made it – I think it might have made it frustrating for her. Like she's always
1: playing catch-up or something. And what bothered me, even though I think Seinfeld is one of the greatest shows, if not the greatest ever, but it bothered me that they relied on on the laugh enhancement too because the show is good on its own. And I think that is – it's so brave, if you will, to have like – Parks and Recreation, another non-laugh track show. Mm-hmm. Just put it out there. Community did not use a laugh track. And I think it's great.
0: And they both of those shows do the pause for laughter because they know we're going to lose some content if we just keep barreling through and don't give them a chance to breathe in the middle of this. <laughs>
1: and the other thing that's great about those shows, especially the office and park and rec, that, that's why you can watch them two or three times. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, you go, I missed that last time because you were laughing so much through the joke. Mm-hmm. So that's it. All right, another fun day here. It's uh, afterwards, 1590. That's 16 and a half minutes, folks. Wow, that went by quick. Thank you so much for bringing me back
0: in, Spence. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow on 1590 Afterwards.